Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Hammer Time 1987 podcast, the podcast where we all we do is win. I'm joined by a man who can carry his own weight, Garrick Wright. Garrick, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. <clears throat> After that sub we just had, it's difficult to carry all that weight. <laughs> well, Garrick, we're going to talk about abortion. We're going to talk about another mass shooting, politics, Joe Biden, Gavin Newsom, Mitt Romney, Donald Trump. Before we get to all of that, though... I have another photo finish story to tell you. Oh, I can't wait. And this is, I do not take responsibility for this. Okay. Although, of course I have to because it's my body. But anyway. Yeah, my body, my choice. So I forget what day of the week it was. But anyway, the night before, you know, I mean, I had a little bit too much to eat. That's kind of a common problem. But I go to bed and I wake up, I have some heartburn. Mm-hmm. So I've got some Pepto-Bismol in my cabinet and I take some Pepto-Bismol. I think I took the right amount, you know, filled up the cup, took it. Uh, so anyway, then I go back to bed, I felt fine, I wake up the next day, everything is, is normal, and I get home from work, and I happen to go out uh, to the store, run an errand, I come back, and as soon as I'm walking back into my house, like, something went like that. Oh! And it was like immediate, <clears throat> and it was sudden. And I ran up the stairs. Yeah. I mean, this was just like, this <laughs> thing was coming out. Oh, no. And the sphincter muscle was not holding. Oh, wow. It was like a chemical reaction or something. Yeah. And so I, you know, you, you know, you like it, just walk in and you just run to the bathroom and, and I get to the toilet. Um, but, I mean, it was, it was as close as it could be. I could not hold it in. Okay, so you didn't technically mess your shorts, but uh, you got a little in there. A little, a little <laughs> smidgen, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Enough where you could classify it, you know, as not a full shitting in your pants, but I mean, I was about a second away from shitting my pants in my own apartment. <laughs> And the only thing I can think of is it must have been the Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> uh, I mean, because it was just, I'm taking some of these chemicals that are supposed to interact with your stomach, take care of heartburn, and maybe that's somehow triggered something. I just I think it's odd that, I mean, it's like, what, 16, well, not probably 18 hours later that... Yeah, that's what I think too, but I've <laughs> never had something where the sphincter muscle wasn't working. Huh. What else did you eat in that 24-hour period? What did you eat that caused the heartburn? I wish I could remember. It was probably some type of... Meat? Meat, uh, maybe maybe some pretzels. Uh, I wish I had taken notes. I don't remember, but... I don't remember my diet being really that different, but clearly something was different. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't... Uh... It wasn't a can of black beans and cabbage. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it was not. Um, boy, oh boy. So, well, you might have to start wearing Depends. I should ask Joe Biden how it's working out for him. <laughs> My butt's been wiped. <laughs> but I blame the Pepto-Bismol because I've, I've never experienced something like that. And uh, yeah, not to that extent. Yeah. Huh. And it was all, you know, pretty. It wasn't like a 
a hard stool. It, it was soft and oh, I, I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I'd really be worried if it was a hard stool. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Now my other question is: Did you are you washing the underwear or are you just gonna toss it? No, I just tossed it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I could have washed it, but it's like, nah, it's just gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I just threw it in the dumpster outside. <laughs> so uh well, that's very good <laughs> so there's that story nice. um, all right Derek well moving on we talked about this sometimes it feels like we have the same topics always pop up in these podcasts but I guess that's kind of what happens uh we talked about the Supreme Court before, but now abortion, the ruling is officially out. Roe v. Wade is overturned, and the liberals are not happy. No, and hey, we, didn't, we knew they wouldn't be. Um, but, you know, frankly, this night of rage, it, it's, you know, I thought that they had more in them than this. I mean, yeah. come on, this is your, this is your sacrificial covenant in in your religion as a liberal and it's <clears throat> a big strike against it has happened and what the, what have you done I mean, come on well, guys I want to see some terrorism let's go <laughs> well on the day of the ruling they uh, I think in was it Arizona the liberals stormed one of the courthouses something like that oh yeah 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 insurrection uh, <laughs> But I know no. that recently Kavanaugh had to leave a steakhouse. He was heckled, and yeah. I think Clarence Thomas had to be moved to a special location or something like that. So if he hasn't, then he should be. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people really don't like him, even though he was obviously going to be a, one of the two that would say yeah. no to it. And speaking of which, Hillary Clinton had to chime in, which is oh, this is just hysterical that she yeah. says that Clarence Thomas. Ever since I've known him, he's been bitter and resentful. And angry. <laughs> Hillary, this is too much. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. You're it's describing yourself, Hillary. <laughs> it's what we call not being self aware. <laughs> yeah. Well, she does not have self awareness, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, I hope she runs again. Yeah. It would be, be fun. <laughs> well, um, the political side of this, Garrick, do you think that the reason that, uh, we'll say liberals quote-unquote lost this battle, although we can talk about whether they really lost it, but, you know, the Democratic Party under Bill Clinton used to be safe, legal, and rare. That was abortion. Safe, legal, and rare. That was their catchphrase. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it went to shout your abortion, be proud of your abortion, you know, uh, abortion on demand, nine months go and have terminated pregnancy. So, do you think the reason that maybe they, they lost the public battle is because they just got so extreme on the issue. Um, I think I think they got extreme on the issue because the public turned against them. I think the public turned against them because of technology, mm -hmm. uh, ultrasounds and such. The science of embryology proves that this is a whole human being um, not fully developed, of course, but whole human being from the moment of conception. All the DNA is there, <clears throat> um, right. left to its own devices. 
you know, obviously. But yeah, I, I think I think that, and, and we've we've seen, you know, doctors come out and talk about the procedure and mm-hmm. um, more is known about it now, and so I, I I think that's what caused it, and as a backlash to uh, the turn, you know, millennials. For all the things that they're liberal on, this is the one thing that the generation, millennial generation, and I believe even uh, the Gen Zs are conservative on is right. the life issue. Um, so I think that they knew that they were losing public opinion right. on this issue, and that's what caused them to become very ridiculous. Right. And, and radical. Yeah, now some people would say, well, Garrick, uh, just because some states are going to outlaw abortion or put restrictions on abortion, it's not going to stop abortion. And so all you're doing is um, creating an environment in which women are going to have unsafe abortions and put themselves at risk because they can't seek medical treatment anymore for it. Uh, I know that your moral position on that, but do you think there's any truth to that, that abortions are still going to continue, that women are going to take coat hangers and throw themselves down the stairs because they can't go to Planned Parenthood in Mississippi anymore? Um, well, a lot of uh, a lot of companies will pay for them to yeah. go to um, states that will perform it. Um, and probably because they don't want to spend money on family tiers of health insurance um, but uh, yeah I, I I think that there will still be pl- there will st- you know abortion is still murder of somebody so there's no such thing as a safe abortion right um, so and <clears throat> even for the mother it, it increases their chance of, of breast cancer uh, it creates internal bleeding it hurts their, um, it causes mental issues, emotional issues, um, and th- this is surprising. I believe, I forget what the percentage was, but I think it's like 60% of women's, women who have had abortions, say that it was a man who uh, drove them to, you know, encouraged them to, to get it done. Right. <clears throat> so this is actually, uh, none that really want to dodge responsibility so um, that that's kind of <clears throat> the secret of this whole thing but in any case uh, you know people who still really want to get abortions they'll still be able to go to New York and California or whatever to get right. it done um, and then the people that are not as um, are kind of on the fence, well, that's going to be a much greater uh, barrier. And so I don't think, I think you're going to see less of it. I don't think you're going to see a lot of people making those trips. So, Yeah, Yeah, uh, it's really surprising to look at the polling that the the group that's the most in favor of abortion is liberal men. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Michael Moore. Michael Moore and... Well, she, I mean, come on, he's not impregnated anyway. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, 
What well, else? he's not. He's yeah. Well, I don't want to think about him. But <laughs> but uh, the other thing that and I'm not sure about the statistics, and I, I read somewhere though that a lot of abortions are actually pills. Yes, they do the pills now. Um, Chemical abortions, which is also grotesque in a lot of ways. Um, so I, I heard that the government, you know, Biden and the Justice Department, they're going to try to, I don't know, maybe mail pills to states. I don't know how they're going to do it. They're going to do it illegally somehow. But I guess it's one of those things where, okay, you think about shutting down Planned Parenthood, but maybe the black market start comes up for this kind of stuff. An interesting yeah. fact. <clears throat> um, Planned Parenthood holds the patent for those. Drugs. Well, <laughs> and I, I was Planned Parenthood so, so upset. We were told abortion's only a very small part of it. It's only three percent. It's, uh, <laughs> oh, and now they all have to yeah. close down. What happened to the other ninety-seven percent of uh, yeah. <laughs> service? <laughs> yeah, I think the other reason the liberals are so upset is that they now have to sort of debate abortion. You know, like the last. 40 years, you know, they didn't really have to debate. They could just say, well, this is what the Supreme Court decided. Now individual states are going to make their own determination. And I saw something on Instagram. Some girl put that, um, you know, when conservatives say, when does life begin and when do you offer protection for life? It's a red herring. It's an irrelevant question. And I'm like, an irrelevant question? I mean, it's the most important question. <laughs> when does life begin? Mm -hmm. um, uh, so... Yeah, I mean, and the other thing is, too, is people say, oh, this is a, a, an affront to democracy. Well, now you have people in local communities in their states being able to determine their own abortion laws. Isn't that the pinnacle of democracy? Yeah. So It's kind of funny how the uh, definition of democracy changes oh. depending on oh, <laughs> who's yeah. winning and losing. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, so I guess then, Garrick, this question is, well, where does the thing go now for the pro-life movement? Um, you know, I, some people on Twitter said, well, we need a national pro-life law. And, and I think the thing is, though, is the court basically ruled and said, no, this is a state's issue. Mm. So I'm not sure really where this goes now unless you're going to convince people in California to not have abortions anymore. Well, uh, you know, the fight still continues. Um, you, you still have pregnancy centers. Um, women's crisis centers that will uh, walk alongside mm -hmm. uh, women who are in this situation and um, still try to prevent. You know, like here we have Compass Care, uh, which I took a tour of with the, my church, and <clears throat> they have cut the number of abortions in uh, the Buffalo area down by 50%. Wow. Wow. Um, over the course of, I think, four or five years. So, um, yeah, there are lots of good things going. I mean, even even if it's legal, you can still, um, you can still try to prevent it. You right. can still try to fight right. against it. Um, and in a right. sense, being legal or illegal, you, you still need to make the argument. The same thing with drugs. Drugs you know, are illegal, but people get to it, well, that you, you need to fight against it. You need to make it, you need to tell people you don't want to go down this road. Right. Um, right. Yeah, so, and then there are other life issues as well, such as 
assisted suicide and such. So mm-hmm. that's a whole other uh, <laughs> thing, but we do call those life issues. Okay. Issues. Okay. Issues, yes. we, we need to talk about the issues <laughs> in our communities. So did you, uh, speaking of people having issues, uh, <laughs> on the day that the abortion the decision was announced uh, Pelosi went up to the podium and she's like I would say good morning but it's certainly not a good morning <laughs> yeah speaking of which you saw her, her yeah she's got a huge rack doesn't she yeah her, her picture on the uh, Italian beach yeah I was like dang those are some knockers do you think they're real I I would think yeah I mean I mean, maybe she got implants when she was in her 40s, and they're, I don't know how long implants last, but... Did they do implants back then? <laughs> <laughs> well, if anyone had one, it was her, I'm sure, with the money that she's got, so... <laughs> I've, I've never seen her in anything but uh, a pantsuit, right. so I had no idea. And then, yeah, that picture of her, I was just like, whew. I've got to tell you, when my motor boating most things. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, as I told you, I got a, I got a thing for her. I don't know what, what to say. Um, oh, God. You know, just, I mean, despite being old, she's very old. Uh, 82. Yeah. I've never seen a woman who's 82 that has breasts like that. Let's put it that way. I know. Yeah, now you see why I make an exception here. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you can go on... Uh, Silver singles and see if there's any 82 year old women out there for you. <laughs> Do you want to be a sugar mama? Oh, <laughs> God. Mercy. I'll tell you who probably will look good at 82 is Melania Trump. Yeah, maybe, although she has a long way to go. Yeah, she's got like 40 years or something like that. Yeah, she. I could see her actually looking kind of bad at that point. Yeah, maybe if you're so good looking for so long, eventually it runs out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. Well, good for Nancy. So, uh, all right, well, we'll see where abortion goes in the future. Derek, unfortunately, another mass shooting, this time on July 4th. What a day for that to happen. Uh, Suburb of Chicago. The shooter is just a despicable, disgusting person. You know, he's got the ugly tattoos on his neck, and he's got the long hair. He looks like he's vegan. Oh, yeah. Uh, He's really thin and... uh... But here's the question. This guy, this kid, threatened to kill his family. The police knew who he was. They always seem to know who these people are. They yeah. knew who he was. Uh, he was violent. They, they actually... All right, so, yeah, Garrick, this kid, uh, he's vegan. He's uh, not good. And the police know who he is. How does he get a gun? I mean, they... Well, I think that he's part of Antifa. I think that's true. Yeah, he's part of yeah. Antifa. So, um. but the, the point is the red flag laws, which is crazy people, you know, temporarily take away their guns. Like there's red flag laws in Illinois, they didn't work. Yeah, Illinois is uh, they have about the as strong uh, uh, laws as you have in this country. And um, but you know what, we we talked about for years the murders on the south side of Chicago. Yeah, they're not mass shootings, but they're shootings nonetheless. They're, it's the murder capital of the country. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
you know, so this guy does, you know, he's, he's another one like the uh, guy in Buffalo or, or, or Valdi. And um, <clears throat> I'm going to say, my guess is he probably doesn't have a father. I don't know if that came out. Well, it's interesting you mentioned that. The father apparently, um, I don't want to say so, basically signed a referral that said, yes, this, my son's okay to own a weapon. I think yeah. that maybe happened true, or the, the, but the, there wasn't a good relationship. Let's put it that way. Yeah, the father maybe didn't live with them. I don't know, something like that. Yeah, well, definitely this kid has. Uh, <clears throat> you know, didn't grow up to learn how to deal with um, disappointment mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> and uh, he needed to go pain. to double sessions. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> he need need a little slap in the face, you know. Uh, yeah. Teach him a teach him a thing or two. <laughs> but um, yeah. well, the the other part of this is he may have been on some medication. Tucker Carlson had mentioned this the other night on his show that he thinks part of the reason the young men are going insane is because they're on pharmaceutical drugs. Which <gasps> how could you say that? <laughs> <laughs> it's white supremacy. You're an anti-vaxxer. It's interesting they didn't really mention white supremacy on this particular shooting. Huh. Uh, they, they come up with different reasons, you know. Yeah. Which is weird because he's white. He is white. But I'm assuming the victims were all white. That's probably why. Yeah, but that's never stopped them before from making a stupid argument. Yeah. Uh, interesting. But anyway, do you think there's any truth to the idea that pharmaceutical drugs are the reason behind the mass shootings. I think it could be part of it, but I think there's maybe more to it than just that. But Yeah, yeah well, I, I think it goes back to um, be learning how to deal with life, um, and you're, you're taught that by, a, a, by family, mm-hmm. by a, a stable family. Um, mother, father, yeah, you know, maybe siblings. Um, you're when you don't have that, which right. so many in our culture don't. It's it's leading to a lot of mental illness, right? Um, definitely emotional illness, and uh, then of course that leads to taking medications and whatnot. So. Um, yeah, yeah. I I think that one of the greatest uh, atrocities that's happened in the last thirty years is pumping kids with Ritalin and different types of drugs. Yeah, the idea of uh, what's it called uh, attention deficit disorder right, or whatever. Right. It's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look look at all the things that you have to keep track of nowadays. I mean. Yeah, in some ways life is easy, but in other ways it's so much more complicated. Right. I mean, you know, back when you were, um, back when everybody went to a machine mill, you know, right. a steel mill or uh, farm or whatever. I mean, you, it was hard work, but you kept your mind on the same thing the entire time. You didn't. There was nothing to. Uh, get your attention away from it. Right. <laughs> it was 
except for the nice sky or whatever, yeah. or the fact that you couldn't breathe because of fumes. I mean, th those were the good <laughs> old days. <laughs> yeah, and of course, then there's the whole media with violent images and porn. Uh, but oh yeah, <laughs> I will say if this kid was uh, looking at porn or you know had a woman in his life, he probably wouldn't have done this. But I'm sure he looked at porn. I, well, I won't get into that. <laughs> I think porn is a lot more interesting than killing people, but okay, that's just... <laughs> well, it depends what kind of porn you're looking well, at. Well, I guess so. Maybe I should There's a lot of variety out there. <laughs> All right, Derek, here's another question, continuing our theme of people with issues. Mitt Romney comes out and just bashes Donald Trump and Trumpism, the Make America Great Again crowd. Donald Trump hasn't been president in over two years, almost two years now. Uh, the Never Trumpers and the Democrats are just obsessed with the guy. I mean, it's just, it never ends. And uh, I mean, even people who support him aren't that obsessed with him. It's just, it's just bizarre. It really yeah. is bizarre. Yeah. Um, well, you know, when, when, uh, when, what you're doing is destroying the country. You need to take the focus off of you and blame someone else. I think that's part of it. The other part is they just must be really scared of him. I just, yeah, that's what Rush Limbaugh would say, I think. I just, there's no other explanation. If they thought Trump was a joke or that he couldn't win, you know, they just can maybe laugh it off or just ignore him. But they just, they're terrified. Yeah. And I think it's actually that because of foreign policy. I think that might be the biggest thing. That Trump wouldn't be in the Ukraine thing and wants to maybe get out of NATO and all this other stuff. I think maybe that's what they bugs them the most. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't the spending. It wasn't COVID. No. Uh, yeah, I mean, no, it could be that. Um, yeah, but the whole thing with China. Right. Um, yeah, right. I, I could see that. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess maybe it'll never end. I don't know, maybe 10 years from now they'll be talking about Donald Trump. Oh, yeah, I mean, even if he's dead, they'll still talk. I mean, we'll be in our 70s and the Democrats will say, oh, we're going back to the time of Donald Trump. Yeah. My gosh. I'll <laughs> be, you know, by that time, uh, Joe Biden would be considered a, a radical conservative. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a scary thought. Yeah. We should look into assisted suicide. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Greg, speaking of presidential candidates, it looks like Gavin Newsom is getting ready to run as a Democrat. He just put out a commercial going after Ron DeSantis talking about how horrible Florida is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of funny because, uh, you know, Nancy Pelosi just bought a $25 million house. Yeah. Uh, but okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's just so laughable at so many levels, but but I guess is Newsom a real threat to Biden slash Harris? I would think so. He at least knows how to string a sentence together. For fuck's sake! I've been waiting for somebody to come out of the woodwork to get rid of these two idiots. Honestly, I think yeah. in a, I think a mouse would be. Uh, <laughs> 
a better. I, I, I think uh, I think that weirdo Rachel Levine uh, oh. would, would probably be better. At least you know he she can you know speak. Oh, God. <clears throat> uh. Do you see Harris sat in front of uh, was in New Orleans and sat in front of Vice President Kamala Harris, New Orleans, Louisiana. Kept <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the eye out. It's like that is just so. Perfect. The, the irony of that. Yes, yeah, they, they misspelled Louisiana. So. <laughs> yeah, and of course Biden today, just another embarrassing blunder. He's reading the teleprompter and he, uh, you know, reads the line in the teleprompter that says, repeat line. <laughs> like he was supposed to say what he said previously. He wasn't actually supposed to say out loud, repeat the line. <laughs> End of sentence. Right. <laughs> so I've never used a teleprompter. You would think, though, that people who worked with Biden would know that hey, they, they got to, like, make this even easier than it already is. Yeah, I probably wouldn't put anything other than what he's actually supposed to right. say. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it just reinforces the idea that he's just totally lost. Yeah. Totally lost. <clears throat> um, I mean, I certainly can't imagine that. He would be around for 2024. I, I'm not even consider it, if that's the case. And we're a much further gone country than even I thought. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, is Harris really going to take over from him? I I just don't see it. She's just so stupid. <laughs> um, Gavin News, you know, he's a good looking guy. He is good looking. Um, and. I mean, obviously, the biggest state in the union. Mm. Um, I, I actually think that he would be probably the perfect nominee for them. You know, he's yeah. you know young by comparison to what we've <laughs> seen in recent uh, election cycles. And yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess you know the counterpoint to that would be that his own voters nearly recalled him. Um, not nearly enough. And not nearly enough. And I don't know, California, he might be just too liberal for the rest of the country, but then again, it's all about who counts the votes, right? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, speaking of presidential politics, uh, I think everyone's going to wait to see what Donald Trump does. Um, of course, we have Ron DeSantis. It looks like Mike Pompeo. Yeah, he's lost some weight. He's lost, lost some quite weight. a bit. Mike Pompeo, and then, uh, of course, Mike Pence, and... <laughs> I don't know why he would bother. Uh, well, they all want to be president, Gary. Uh, but he's not going to win. Chris Christie wants back in. John Kasich <laughs> wants back in. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if it was Pence Kasich as a ticket? I'm not sure I'd vote. <laughs> um... Let me ask you this. If Trump says, I'm not running, I'm going to hang out in Florida and be with Melania, which I don't think there's any chance of that happening. But anyway, no, I'll just say that he's, he says, all right, I'm done. Maybe I have a health issue. And DeSantis, We all assume DeSantis could win a Republican primary, but there would probably be a lot of people that enter the primary. We mentioned Kasich, Christie, Pence, DeSantis, Nikki Haley. Maybe Christy Noam. The Bush family, Christy Noam. Like, you could have 15 candidates again. Do you think DeSantis... You would think he'd be able to win, but that's not a guarantee. 
Um, I, I would assume. Uh, I mean, no one else. Uh, Ted Cruz was the only other one that really made a, yeah. a splash the last time. Um, right. And um, <clears throat> I don't know if he's interested in running again. <clears throat> um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, Ted maybe just focus on being a senator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your arguments are fantastic, but we're not a very logical people anymore. <laughs> <You're right>. so, <laughs> um, I, you know, I, th- I think the person with that would have the best chance would be a Mike Pence because he was vice president. Right. But at the same time, it's hard for me to imagine that the people who right. were really mega people would right. vote for him. So, right, right. right. Um, yeah, it, it reminds me of the last it, it when uh, Trump ran, and you know he had I don't know fifteen percent of you know or twenty percent whatever, and people would say, yeah, but that means eighty uh, percent of people right, are right, not right. have not chosen him. It's like. Well, by that logic, you know, ninety uh, percent have not chosen Ted Cruz, right. and ninety-eight percent have not chosen Jeb Bush. Like, right. what's your point? So, I, I, I think in the end, Ron DeSantis is by far the success yeah. story of right. all politicians, right? And yeah. certainly of the Republicans. I, I think you would clean the floor with them. I would think so too, although you know, never underestimate Mitch McConnell and the Republican establishment to try to get their guy in there. I'll tell you, Mitch McConnell, he doesn't look like he can do much, <laughs> but he is a slithery, slithery turtle. Slithery guy. Yeah, you know, Mitt Romney could run again. But... That would be funny. <laughs> Can you imagine hearing his same old stupid arguments <laughs> over and over again? Oh, boy. Well, we'll see what happens. He's just such a boring guy to listen to. Yeah. He's polished, but boring. Yeah, it's like... So polished, he doesn't say anything interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's maybe like almost like a CEO at a corporate place. Which he's been. Right, so he fits the role pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Well, Garrick, why don't we end with this little conspiracy theory? I was watching a documentary on the Kennedy assassination. All right. And I won't get into all the details. It would take too long. But, you know, a lot of the things the public were told about Oswald, about a single bullet, the one shooter, eyewitnesses, a lot of that is just totally misinformation, wrong, exaggerated. Um, even the FBI director at the time... Uh, Hoover basically said there wasn't really strong evidence against Oswald to convict him. Oswald, of course, is killed before he can give his side of the story. Yeah. So anyway, do you think that the uh, if, if the files from the Kennedy assassination were released and it came out that either the government was involved or they withheld information, or it was the Cubans or something, um, would that impact the country in any way? Would would people be an uproar or enraged, or would they be like, "Ah, we don't care"? <clears throat> now, this is this is interesting because I thought that they had released stuff while Trump was president. 
Well, that's an interesting thing they did, but the CIA and the FBI made a last-second plea to President Trump, and some of the information was not released. Ah, uh, okay. So the deep state went to full crisis mode before he released things. So, can you imagine, like, because I I think that the Warren Commission made it so that it couldn't they couldn't release it until right right, and, and then. Uh, when it's allowed to be released, that's when Donald Trump, of all people, is yes. president. Right. <laughs> and of course, he would probably listen to his advisors. And <laughs> they, the CIA claimed that it would impact current surveillance activities. And so you could put current agents at risk if we released the Kennedy files from the 60s. It's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, maybe, uh, maybe it's like, oh, no, everybody would know that the CIA did it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> So that's kind of the point, right? Like, yeah. Uh, you know, my mom has made that uh, that point. Um, you know, for what it's worth, Rush Limbaugh said that the conspiracies of um, you know to try to show that convince people that Oswald didn't do it was right. a communist uh, mm. ploy because Oswald was a communist and they didn't want. Uh, to have a bad reputation of leftists. Okay. okay. Um, <clears throat> you know, uh, I don't know. I, I guess I, I sort of uh, believe the uh, that Oswald did it. Um, I think that some of the other things, sim- you know, that I've heard, they just don't add up to much. Right. Um, now. <laughs> That being said, I have a lot less respect for my government now. Um, I'm not sure that I really um, believe much of anything that I've been told. So I'm I'm willing to, I'm going to say that I'm 80% sure that it's, uh, that it was Oswald acting alone, but that 20% is pretty big. (laughs) I'm willing to look at that 20%. And I've been to Dallas, and I've stood right where the, where they, uh, the thing was. Yeah, where where it was shot. They have the markings on the uh, pavement. Okay, yeah. it's kind of cool. Yeah, you know the interesting thing with all this this one fact that I remember from the documentary. Oswald was, of course, well known to the CIA. Isn't that always interesting? The authorities always know about these people, allegedly. Yeah. But he was such an interest to in the CIA. They were reading his mother's mail. Hmm. He was basically under 24-7 surveillance. So it is a fascinating question that Oswald walks with this long box to the library on the day that the President of the United States is driving by and the CIA just doesn't do anything about it. Yeah. They didn't try to stop him. They didn't say, hey, I wonder what he's doing with that really long box and why is he on the parade route? And then, you know, you bring this up. This reminds me. Uh, did I don't suppose you read Bill O'Reilly's book, Killing Kennedy? I did not. No. Um, it's very. It's interesting because at the end of this of the book, he talks about. I, boy, I really want now. I want to read this again. Uh, <laughs> he talks about how um, there was somebody, uh, a, a reporter that knocked on somebody's door in Florida who was involved who was at the CIA and you know said something about you know he said I, I, I want to ask you about uh, the 
Warren Commission or you know something related to the Kennedy assassination. And then he heard a gunshot, and oh. so the guy on the inside the house killed himself. He said that reporter was me, as Bill O'Reilly. Oh, so I, I, oh boy, this makes me really curious <laughs> what that was again. So I'm, I don't know if I still have that book, but I'm gonna have to go yeah. and read that again. Yeah. Well, there you go. So yeah, I. I think that there's clearly a lot of information withheld, and if they actually came out that the government was behind it, that I don't know that it would lead to the end of the U.S. government, but um, that would just be an extraordinary story that the government assassinated its own president. Yeah, well, they cared to assassinate all Republican presidents. Well, look (laughs) what they did to Trump, right? Russian agent. They didn't shoot him, but they... Yeah, they they distru- they neutered him and right. then stole the election from him. And right. So right. So if they're willing to do that, yeah, yeah. Um. I had also heard. I think this might be from QAnon. Oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, yeah, they've been right on some other things. Yeah. Uh, that uh, Kennedy was um, threatening to uh, end the theft. Hmm. Or audit them or something, and so, uh, you know, who knows? Yeah, I also heard that Kennedy really didn't want to be in Vietnam, wanted to just totally end that, and of course the Pentagon was not happy about that. No, they weren't. (laughs) (laughs) That was their baby, just like Ukraine is their baby now, so. Yeah, that would missed out on a good, what, 14 or 15 years of stupid war. Yeah. Yeah, that was the biggest fucking mistake ever. <laughs> right. I mean, Afghanistan yeah. turned out to be pretty stupid too, but Vietnam was really stupid. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, it was. That was maybe the dumbest. Iraq was pretty dumb too. So, yeah. Although at least we had some level of success, there, I guess, <laughs> compared to the other two. <laughs> but, yeah. So, all right. Well, I think we're. Just about out of time. Another successful episode. Let us know what you think. You can comment. We'll get back to you on those comments. Be careful about Pepto-Bismol. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Oh, um, baking soda. Baking soda, stir in like a tea- tablespoon with uh, water. And, and drink it. Yeah, that'll help with the heartburn. You shouldn't have any issues with diarrhea. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uncontrollable diarrhea. If anything, it's probably because it's, uh, you know, it's yeah. salt, basically. And right. so it, it's not going to taste good, but it's basically instant relief. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> but yeah, that'll, uh, that'll help tighten things up. Yeah, well, I could use some tightening, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> the major uh, tightening needs to take place. So. <laughs> oh, I guess one last thing since we're watching it. Uh, we'll end with this. Vince McMahon uh, came out today that over the course of many years he's paid four different women $12 million total as hush money for his various affairs. <laughs> and uh, the last time he was on the WWE television that people cheered for him. Yeah, as I was gonna say, why would he... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I just love it because he's just so, you know, obviously it's an act, but he comes out so arrogant and, 
It's just, oh, he's a national treasure. He really is. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, fr- frankly, the, the people who watch WWE are the lowest people <laughs> in our society. The idea... <laughs> hey, you used to watch it. <laughs> ah, the, hey, I know my people. Uh, and the idea that they would lose respect for Vince McMahon for having an affair. I, I mean, yeah. to me, that's really the story of this entire thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we'll see, but you know, it's the Me Too movement and corporate America. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure that the WWE really needed to <laughs> follow the uh, Me Too craze. Yeah, that'd be funny if they did a storyline where McMahon, like, comes to the ring with a bunch of women or something like that. Yeah, I, I, that's probably what Donald Trump is telling him to do. <laughs> yeah. Vince, you have to lean into this. Get these women on the show. You will be respected by your audience, believe me. <laughs> it's locker room talk. Yeah. Oh, that's great. So. <laughs> All right, folks, that's enough from us. See you next time.